Hello and welcome to another episode of Unboxing Women, where we explore the gender gap in the music and entertainment industry. If you're active in the music business, an independent artist, a musician, or are just curious about how it all works, then this pod is for you. My name is Dana Rex and with me is my friend Micah Rose, and we are both independent recording artists based in Europe. After having been called a bitch for knowing what we want, we were fed up and decided to be such a bitch and reveal what really goes on behind the scenes. You can listen to us on your favorite podcast platform and our YouTube channel. Today, we are going to talk about Rihanna, everything Rihanna, also the Super Bowl um, yes. that happened in February. So, Micah, did you mm-hmm. watch the Super Bowl halftime show? I didn't watch it at the time because it's like what in the middle of the night for us, but I did watch it since. And honestly, I thought it was really cool. Like I watched the one last year and I think the year before there was, I remember vaguely uh, one was, was it Beyonce and JLo? And the other one was like Adam Levine or something. Um, um, I think Beyonce was separate, separate, and then J Lo and Shakira. Okay. It was J Lo and Shakira, yeah. Oh, yeah. J Lo and Shakira, yeah. And at some point, Adam Levine did one as well, and that was awful. I don't um, know that person, but I do. Oh, know. it's the guy from Maroon Five. Oh, ah, yes, I don't know him separately. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm, interesting, <laughs> interesting. And why did he do? I mean, we're talking about Rihanna today, but why did that guy yeah. do something without Maroon Five? That's so I don't know if it was with Maroon 5. I, it just, you kind of, I don't know, in Germany, it's like, you know, Adam Levine and not necessarily oh. Maroon 5. Oh. Um, so I don't know why, but it... That's and, weird, because um, in Belgium, not at all. It's like Maroon 5. I had no idea that was his okay. name. <laughs> yeah. No, it's his name. Um, wow. But So what did um, he do in Germany that makes him like stick out I have no idea absolutely no idea I just remember that um was it that or was it after that that they brought out that song that was like plagiarized from Bach or something yeah yeah yeah. but you can plagiarize from Bach so it's fine yeah because it's like creative commons but yeah his halftime show was shit because like he was like off key all the time if I remember correctly but Rihanna was like so on point I was surprised at this because she's usually not good in live shows. Really? (laughs) See, I've never seen a live show of hers. So I was like, oh, wow, she sounds basically like her recordings. And you can see that she's actually doing it live as well. Well, I have have a remark. But yeah. Yes, I have a remark. So yeah, I watched it. And um, during Umbrella she kind of she's already kind of all in the groove and everything and there the like the ella she goes ella 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 and the last ella she's actually looking to the back already and you can still hear yeah yeah. so what i think happened is also because she's pregnant again i think they because it's not the original recordings from the cd like they didn't just like play the song they she recorded something in the studio before which they used as like um they call it an emergency track or something or wait ah during my live show there was also a thing that we had just in case the band the we had a recording of the of the band yeah just Mm -hmm. in case the connection with the instruments would fail 
And mm-hmm. it was something, it, it was called, uh, oh, I'll figure it out. It's something like an emergency track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they just put on the, 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 the emergency track and that, you know, if she wanted to say something in the mic extra, the mic was on. But I, yeah. I don't think she was singing the whole thing live. And that's why it was so good because obviously it was it was prepared in advance. Rihanna is known for not doing very well in live situations. I don't know whose fault that mm-hmm. is because she should have a monitor guy doing only her and having you mm-hmm. know control over that. Um, but in the past, she has had a lot of not singing in tune in live shows. Mm-hmm. More the first year, yeah. I can understand. Yeah. Second year, maybe. Yeah. But after that, <laughs> you have to become a pro. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was very surprised. And so I started looking at it and maybe oh, searching yeah. for it yeah. a little bit. Well, I, I, I actually noticed that bit, too, because yeah. um, I was like, okay, that's a little bit obvious. There was one situation where she was singing something like that that should have been quite not difficult difficult but more taxing to sing and she didn't look like she was taxing herself but I was like oh maybe she's not like maybe she can just sing that way and and not tax herself but I'm like actually you should be able to see that in the body when when you're singing there so um yeah that was in her in in her yeah you couldn't see it yeah I, I noticed that one too. I don't remember exactly which song it was, but I noticed that too. I'm like, ah, I'm not yeah, entirely yeah. sure. This is this is not live. Yeah, but yeah. then like she didn't actually do all the high notes. So that kind of brought me back to maybe she's not like. But she's pregnant. It. And Adele also said that while she was pregnant, her voice was much lower than usual and that mm-hmm. she couldn't. Uh, catch you know do high notes like she used to and that's also why the song that Adele did for James Bond is so low because she recorded it when she was uh, pregnant so that's a known thing that our voices change while we're pregnant so that's probably why she just chose to do like the comfortable thing and she did sing Mm -hmm. the whole thing but she sang it before in a studio um and Mm -hmm. yeah they prepped it yeah yeah they prepped it well I mean it, it was still a really great show though I really love the dancers and stuff. Actually, did you notice? Um, I'm not sure if I noticed this correctly, but I think that all of her dancers and all of her band mates as well are people of color. I noticed that too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's really cool. Um, but yeah. that was like, that was th- that's something I noticed. The thing that a lot of, of people don't realize is that the NFL doesn't pay the artists for their performance. Um, Mm -hmm. so they do pay all the costs associated with putting on the show, like audio and stage equipment and the staffers for the production and travel expenses and all of that. But, uh, this is also sometimes Mm -hmm. shared with the sponsor. The cost of production alone can go up to like $10 million. And usually the artist spends millions of their own money too, to pay their dancers and styling and choreographies and the rehearsals and everything beforehand. So they, you know, they... They also don't pick out like a dead moment in their career. It's always accompanied by an album release a few months following the show. Or in Rihanna's case, she used the show to announce her second baby that's on the way. And uh, mm-hmm. um, an album has been announced for after the birth somewhere end of 2023. Okay. And it, it would be the first time in like six years that she's releasing music. Well, besides the Wakanda thing. And... Uh, 
there a long was time, one other yeah. one, or it was Wakanda last year, but it's supposed to be on this album as well. So it's okay. all in the same kind of vibe. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I don't know. Um, I was wondering how much you, you knew about, you know, why artists would do this show if they weren't even paid. Well, um, I wasn't actively aware of them not being paid, but I had vaguely heard that it I, I, it, it doesn't surprise me because I think I've heard it before. So um, I don't know. I think that um, the Super Bowl is like a huge thing and like it's a very prestigious event for artists, especially in America and the USA. Um, but it's kind of like, I feel like it's kind of like singing the national anthem um, at whatever show they do that at, I don't quite remember. They um, do it at every sports at event. all sports <laughs> events, right. But I remember, like, Ariana Grande singing the National Anthem at one point in some, uh, somewhere, and um, I don't know, I don't think that was at they the also Super Bowl. Sing, well, they also sing it at the Super Bowl at the start of it, because Lady right. Gaga did a, a halftime show, but the year before mm -hmm. that, I think she did the National Anthem. So it's not never the oh, same okay. artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so maybe that was that. And um, it's kind of like, if you do it, like, badly, it's like, y you've lost. And if you do it, like, well... You still haven't really won though, because it's like it's like it's not a, it's you can't win. So mm. it's kind of like the Super Bowl. It's like if you do it really well, then yeah, people will love you for it. But if you do it like badly, and it has the potential to go badly, um, then it's gonna be like it's. I I feel like it's a huge risk. Um, well, it is a it is a risk, and that's why you know they don't just give it to anybody, you know, and it it has to all fit in a story and a. Mm -hmm. a marketing plan I guess because yeah the marketing that they do for the halftime show itself is significant and I mean streaming radio play sales and sync of the artist's music grows in the lead up to the show mm -hmm. and it spikes just after like reviving the catalog and mm -hmm. it, it brings in a lot of revenue of the music alone I mean usually it's a 400% climb so even if you do a bad job on the day, you have the whole lead up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, people are going to, you know, p your fans are going to like it anyway, and they're going to start yeah, listening again to your music. And, and you know, um, to put this in perspective for Rihanna, it was 400%, but usually it is around that number. Um, I think Dr. Dre was last year. Uh, yeah, Dr. Dre was last year. And he saw a 183% increase in album sales and a 105% bump in on-demand streams, according to data from Luminate. And Mary J. Blige was there. She was a guest in his show. And okay. her album sales jumped 999% what? during Whoa. that time. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's insane, crazy, and like Snoop Dogg yeah, was like there. Yeah, for smaller artists, it'd probably be more more of a climb. Well, yeah, or like legacy artists like Mary J. Blige. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, she's had her successes, but obviously, yeah. maybe the new generation doesn't really know about it, and then she she just gets all these new people that she can reach. And Snoop mm -hmm. Dogg rose three hundred sixty one percent, apparently. Um, so it's it's significant. Only for the music, and of course Rihanna doesn't only do music, 
Um, mm-hmm. She also plugged her Fenty makeup products during the show mm-hmm. by touching up her face. By touching up her face, yeah. Great show, yeah. I mean, very <laughs> clever because this blew yeah. up on the internet and sales went up significantly. I mean, the numbers are ridiculous. Um, uh, oh, I don't even want to know. Actually, I bought my first yes, Fenty you do. product. Yes, you do. Yes, yes, you I do. I do want to know. Let's see. Okay, her makeup line, Fenty Beauty, which she applied during the show, garnered 5.6 million in earned media in the first 12 hours following the game. So the monetization of all the videos that were going around about Fenty after, right after the show, because of the touching up, uh, that's what actually earned. So you don't only earn nowadays with selling your products, you also earn with all the videos everywhere, like on TikTok Mm -hmm. and and on on YouTube, obviously. And so all of this garners um, money and royalties and it makes makes Mm -hmm. income. So yeah, first 12 hours, 5.6 million earned in the media. And... Her lingerie line, Savage X Fenty, earned 2.6 million. According to launch metrics, I have all the I have all the sources here today. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, Somebody came really prepped, yeah. I am super um, prepped. <laughs> but this is insane. insane. Yeah, it really is. So, so even if she paid like millions of dollars for um all the like rehearsals and the dancers and, and etc. Um, she probably made that back within the 12 hours after the show. That's kind of, yeah, that's what they're counting yeah. on. And then yeah. some, you know, because um, yeah. I mean, it doesn't stop there. She has a clothesline as well. I don't know if that's Savage X Fenty as well, because that's lingerie, but also clothes, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And so what happened is, let's see, the performance comes days before Valentine's Day. Uh, and that's a historically bu- busy time for the lingerie industry. Uh, yeah, that was a good d- good shout, yeah. Yeah, and then both brands have launched limited edition game day lines featuring football-themed sweats, shirts, um, and other stuff like lipsticks and ball-shaped makeup sponges. Um, yeah, so they did a line right. of clothes. Yeah. They did a line of makeup. Um and a line of lingerie or something, especially for, for this like thing. Yeah. It's all going to go to yeah. to her and her stakeholders. Oh. People. Yeah, I mean, we all knew Rihanna was a smart businesswoman. Like, that's one of the images I had of her. Very much so. And I think, yeah. I think it's just only logical. I mean, if you're going to do the Super Bowl, you don't just do the Super Bowl. You milk it as no. much as you yeah. can in yeah. every way. You gain such a huge amount of... Um, of visibility mm-hmm. um and um and it's it, i mean rihanna is i think known to everybody who knows music and likes music um not necessarily that everybody likes rihanna but everybody knows her mm-hmm. um and we even though we haven't heard from her musically for years in 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 my opinion, I haven't heard of anything new from Rihanna. I mean, obviously, you said the Wakanda thing. I I didn't have that on that was like completely passed under my radar. Um, so for me, in the last couple of years, it's been um, Savage. I think I heard of Savage X Fenty first, and then I think she launched her makeup line. Um, and I have heard of those, and I keep hearing about those as well. So it's kind of she stays visible 
um, through that. But like musically, I haven't heard a lot from her. Listening to the halftime show, it was um, it was kind of like you reminded. It took me back to my teenage years, honestly, because it all these songs like Umbrella and 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 I don't know. Um, obviously not just teenage years also following but like early teenage years um, were were a lot of those songs and um, I was like these there are so many hits in there and you kind of are reminded how big Rihanna is or was Um, and I'm interested to see what she's going to bring out and if she's going to be able to keep that level or if the time I don't think the time has passed for her but um, maybe Maybe she's going to come out with similar stuff. Maybe she's going to come out with new stuff like Pink, you know. Uh, she's going to turn a, a corner. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, she's already said that the work that she wants to put out, new new music, is going to be experimental and that probably her fans, her current fans, won't understand it. Um, mm. She's already said that, so she she just wants to do what she wants to do now, uh, which is a right. Oh, she's earned it. Yeah, mm-hmm. because in her, I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, her previous manager, actually, the one where she started off with, he wanted her to make an album a year, and she did that for ten years. So yeah, I remember that. That mm-hmm. brings a lot of music, and that brings a lot of hits. Um, yeah. especially if the label is behind it and is pushing everything to the max. Mm-hmm. And it worked because she had a lot, a lot of hits. Um, and there are some really great songs in there that, you know, stand the test of mm-hmm. time. Um, so she actually talked about that in a press conference for the halftime show. Mm-hmm. She said that there are probably 39 different versions of the set list right now that they were going to have to choose from. And this was wow. just to like collect all the hits because the the show in itself the halftime show is only 13 minutes long yeah so you have to put all these hits into 13 minutes so they had to choose which ones and then which which part of the hit how how much time do you take for it and and so there were 39 different possibilities Wait, does that mean <laughs> before two also, days before the show her dancers didn't know the actual routine that's what she said 39 <laughs> possibilities i don't know if they just had like a choreography for 13 minutes and that's it and they did it however the set list would be i don't know i don't know if you know uh, choreographies for different songs would be interchangeable i imagine they could be um but um yeah <laughs> I mean, I disagree. I don't think they could be interchangeable. I think some of them could be adaptable, but um, the way they were hitting the accents there uh, at at certain points in the music, I don't think you can do that to any song. So, um, yeah, that that's interesting. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but these yeah. are all professionals. Eh? You show them a thing and uh, yeah. after five minutes they yeah, know it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, and there was a, a, an Easter egg. Did you see the Easter egg? So apparently uh, one of the dancers, only one, while the others were doing something else or even standing still, there was one of them doing a TikTok dance. Really? Yeah. She had what, like 100 dancers or like at least 50? Um, it's It was insane. And the more arrived at some point. Yeah. Or am I imagining this? No, no. Didn't they like was, march onto the field? 
I don't know where they where all came they from. from? <laughs> <laughs> there were so many. There were so many. It was so funny though. Like at one point during the show, I literally just started laughing because like the way they they came on the show and then like they just kind of moved all the cameras and I was just like, this is so funny. This this is really great, but it's also so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really well done. I think if I ever get the chance to do the Super Bowl, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna um, cross my fingers for you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I don't think I would. I don't think I like if I'm like big and 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 I don't know, like really good at doing live shows. Maybe, yeah, okay. But of no, course you would. I, otherwise, what? No, I wouldn't. Otherwise, I'd be scared shitless. Well, of you course, know, but you don't get it if you're not like huge. <laughs> I would definitely I mean, do it. <laughs> oh my god it's amazing it's only 13 minutes <laughs> it's true that's true and you're yeah. only prepping for months beforehand exactly exactly <laughs> i love it oh god yeah no I, it's so interesting to me that that is such a big thing because like i know that the super bowl is a huge thing in the usa and i know that people some people here watch it as well um and like, but it's not a huge thing. I feel not in my circle of friends. Um, it's like nobody football. talks about the no. Super Bowl. Yeah, no, and, and the not Super Bowl as well. Like nobody really talks about it. Um, so it's interesting to see how it impacts the music industry, though, because people in the music industry know about the Super Bowl and the halftime show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they it, do. like it, it's a thing, and it and it and that does come across here. But um, yeah, it's really interesting. Did you get any like statistics on whether that was also from different countries no. or if it was like from the US alone? These are global numbers like for across cross um, streaming platforms and cross mm-hmm. everything worldwide. But I guess the source of them, uh, the most you know people who are interacting with the Super Bowl are American or at least, yeah, the countries from the countries that watch American football. I do think that Europe has a little tiny part in it because we kind of can feel a little bit the um, excitement growing. And of course, we Mm -hmm. see the the TikToks and the the Instagram posts and and the posts on social media, but we don't interact Mm -hmm. with American football in the same way. Um, I definitely don't think that people here bought a lot of the football themed um merch no uh, i don't like football shaped makeup sponge we don't really have a connection with that Mm, no but yeah maybe people did buy um like the the powder thing yeah (laughs) the compact powder i mean also it's like there's 300 million people in the u.s alone so like that's a lot that's a yeah lot. it's a lot of people yes and I don't know how many of them watch the Super Bowl but I'd imagine it'd be like a lot of them I mean overall it's it's just amazing and I do think that it can get other balls rolling like like I said like um sync the artist's music mm-hmm. is it looked looked at more for sync so you end True. up in, yeah. in maybe a couple more films than you would have if you weren't doing the Super Bowl oh, or things also yeah series or ads yeah exactly yeah um so and um, people yeah. will use your stuff more on Instagram and stuff because it's more current so you, you kind of trending yeah. then Europe obviously or and Asia also jumps on the yeah 
yeah, on the exactly. thing. Yeah, so. Yeah, anyway, so overall, conclusion, if you get the chance to do the Super Bowl, do it. <laughs> yeah. True. Also, uh, congratulations to Rihanna on being pregnant and having another baby soon. That's all for today, I think. Uh, thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Unboxing Women. If you've ever had an experience you'd like to share with us, send us a DM or tag us in your post with the hashtag suchabitch. Um, or send us an email on suchabitch at unboxingwomen.com. Don't forget to drop us a like on Instagram or wherever you're listening. My name is Mike Rose and I've been chatting with Donna Rex. Tune into another episode of Unboxing Women next week. If you want to connect with us, uh, we've got all our social links down below. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.